thanks for tuning in. You are listening to Crash, and it is geeky. This is episode 253, recorded on Friday, the 5th of April, 2019, at 23.33.59. And today, as promised, we are here to talk about The Twilight Zone, CBS's all-access rebooted version of the old favourite. Okay, let's listen to a clip. When truth is not the truth, what dimension are you even in? in this universe has to be the way it is. Things happen the way they should. It's all the same number. What are the odds of that? You happy with your life? Don't you want it all? said that would happen right when it did. Where's our dog? We don't have a dog. Do we go backwards again? Everything you said would come true has. I changed something. Erased something. We're not meant to be here. Life sometimes goes like you don't expect it to. What did you do to me? Turn it off. This is real. Twilight Zone is now hosted by Jordan Peele, as far as I can see so far anyway, with one exception. There are only two episodes so far, but the first one didn't look that familiar to me, but the second one did, but we'll talk about that later. But yeah, we seem to get the same stories. New, updated, or completely rewritten, retaining only the bones of some of the original scripts. 
At least that's what I think. And I think that's good. I worried that it might just be a really boring rehash of the original, because the original was brilliant, and it is impossible to just pull off the same kind of brilliance by just regurgitating the same stories. I don't think there is any way that you could live up to the original Twilight Zone that ran from 1959 to 1964. It is a work of art. Let's talk about the production a little bit. In the original, Rod Serling, Rodman Edward Serling. I didn't know his name was Rodman. Didn't know that was a first name. Anyway, Serling was a screenwriter, playwright, producer and creator of the original 1960s Twilight Zone. Jordan Peele takes over and is the executive producer, producing the show for CBS through his Monkey Paw Productions company. And Marco Ramirez is the showrunner. I don't know who Marco Ramirez is, but he must be someone, otherwise he wouldn't be doing such an important job. Peel is also the host. It's filmed in Brollywood. That is my old home city of Vancouver in British Columbia, Canada, where lots and lots of things are filmed. And if you live there, you'll soon start recognising places that are supposed to be somewhere else but are actually Vancouver. But that's beside the point. The writing is done through a writer's room, and the stories have been developed by Simon Kinberg, who you may know from The Martian, Jordan Peele, who doesn't really need any introduction, Get Out, and Us, that we talked about just a couple of days ago, Marco Ramirez, aha, I must have done some research earlier on because I have in brackets Daredevil, so I suppose he did some writing on Daredevil, Rod Serling, and Alex Rubens, Alex Rubens worked on Rick and Morty, Richard Matheson, the very well-known horror writer, He wrote things like I Am Legend, remade a couple of times. Glenn Morgan, who wrote, amongst other things, Final Destination. Selwyn Sefu Hines, who is working on an adaptation of Ron Wimberley's Prince of Cats graphic novel. So that's a little that I've gleaned about the production Let's talk about some of the style, which is very notable in this series. And then we'll get on to the actual stories. So bear with me for a moment. There is a very distinct retro-contemporary style. It is set today, but there's the late 50s, 60s set design that you can see in the comedy club. There's the very retro-futuristic NASA space tourism poster used in the second episode at the airport, which is based on the US government's bold work projects administration posters. The wardrobe is very distinctive too. Kumal Najiani in the first episode wears these white 
casuals that struck me as something a member of the Jets from West Side Story might have worn, and Jordan Peele's slick madman, or the man from Uncle-esque outfit, really stands out. And then there are the props, like the retro-futuristically styled MP3 player. And, oh, okay, I'm going to have a little moan here. The black Parker Jotter ballpoint pen. I've seen that pen so many times. I own that pen. Please, please stop using this pen in every single film when you want to evoke retro. I get it. After saying all that, it kind of sounds like I'm going to just put this down as a dumb homage, but it's really not that. We didn't have MP3 players in the 1960s. When I say we, not me personally, I wasn't born. I don't know why I keep on emphasising that. Maybe it's because I've had to put up with a bit of ageism. But yeah, <laughs> going right off track with that one. Let's veer back on track. They didn't have smartphones. And most notably in the 1960s, late 50s, there was very little on-screen diversity. So I think what Jordan Peele's show does is it takes what's cool from both eras and melds them into this really iconic style that you can like without guilt, I suppose. I know that talking about this style isn't really the most important aspect of the show, but the look really does enable me as a fan of Rob Serling's Twilight Zone to get on board with this new show. And it also helps that Jordan Peele is as suave a host as the late Rob Serling. Probably a little bit suaver. Suave? Can you add a vert to the... Uh, it doesn't matter. Okay, let's talk about the episodes so far. The first one is entitled The Comedian, which you can watch free on YouTube. Although I checked, and apparently not in the UK, so thanks America. But if you're in America, you can see it free on YouTube. Uh, where was I? Yeah, in The Comedian, Kumal Najiani plays a failing comic who is advised to use people from his own life in his act with disastrous consequences. It's interesting that this is a classic monkey's paw type tale in that you're granted a wish, but the wish has a sting in the tail. And also that the name, Monkey's Paw, is becoming synonymous as the bad robot of horror, because it is the name of Jordan Peele's production company. The second episode, Nightmare at 30,000 Feet, is based on a really well-known episode from 1963, that was originally written by Richard Matheson and is a story about a writer who cracks up on a plane. 
Writers on a Plane. <laughs> it was famously remade and starred John Lithgow in the 1983 Twilight Zone movie spin-off, which I saw at the cinema in 1986. And yeah, this new retelling of that tale is substantially different. And I don't really want to spoil it any more than that, but I think you should see it. The next episode is Replay, and that can be seen on the 11th of April. And then there is The Traveller on the 18th. I've put a link in the show notes to the episode that you can't watch in the UK. (laughs) But you can watch elsewhere. Well, when I say elsewhere, specifically America. So again, thanks America. Oh, and by the way, I talked about those NASA posters. And I know most people have seen at least some of those posters by now, but there's a link in the show notes to a page where you can download the whole lot at really high resolution. The entire download for all those posters is 675 megabytes. Though they would make some amazing wallpapers for your computers, rotating wallpapers, because there are many of them. Or you could blow it up to huge proportions if you've got a ginormous flat screen TV and just have it there instead of a painting. You know, a wall-hanging work of art. And yeah, so that's what I know about it in brief at the moment, after having seen two episodes. And I would conclude that it's not perfect, but it is stylish, engaging, and an original take on the old show. Given that there is so much terrible genre entertainment out there, I'm happy that this exists. And just for our UK listeners, I have a little treat that you may or may not remember. Too late. This lift has just entered the Twiglet Zone, dedicated to the enjoyment of those novelly, crunchy snacks, whole wheat, savoury, and dangerously irresistible. We apologise for the delay. Somebody's opened a bag of Twiglets between stations. (laughs) Sorry, lads. There are some unopened Twiglets in there. Beware the Twiglet Zone. Easy to enter, impossible to leave. Okay. The show is produced, presented, and edited by me, Roy Martha, a writer. Martha is spelt M-A-T-H-U-I. You can find more about me or get in touch at RoyMartha.com. For further reading, there's a link to the show notes in the description of this episode. If you want to help, please review and rate the show on whatever platform you listen and recommend it to a friend. You were listening to Crash, the slightly geeky show episode... 253, recorded on Friday the 5th of April 2019, and the time at the end of the show is 23.52.19. Thanks for listening, and bye-bye for now. Bye!